With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. All right, all right. Yo, yo, yo. Common Toyo from Philly. It's a kind of special edition of the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yo, yo, yo. As always, Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco and Tony. Yo. You know, most sports talk radio hosts, they have such miserable lives. They have to work through the holidays. Not us. How pathetic for them. Yeah. You know, we told that to the suits at Fox Sports Radio. But, you know, because they're getting such huge numbers on our show here, they begged us to do a show this week. Yep, begged us. It was pathetic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we said no. And then they came back and said, well, how about you do a best of show with the best of moments from all the famous guests, the so-called famous guests, you know, you've had on this show. And we said, how is that? A best of. Exactly. The guests are the worst part of the show. Yeah. The best part is when we're talking. There are no other good parts. Yeah. And if that's the terrible programming decision that uh, the suits want to make over at Fox Sports Radio, then uh, we're going to give it to them. And you. So uh, this is the worst of the Polly and Tony Fusco yeah, show. Yeah, here you go. Lowlights from all the blowhard guests we've had on the show. And, uh, you know, you and all our loyal listeners out there, you know, the millions of you, you know, you've heard these clips already. But, uh, you know, they're so bad that you're, you're going to want to hear them again. Yeah, that way we get ad money without us having to lift a finger. Great point, Tony. See, that's how it's done in the business, people. Take note. That's why we've been so successful all these years. Anyway, coming up, some terrible interviews and also one sports trivia battle that Totally went off the rails because our guest couldn't handle it. You're going to hear that one at the end. See, that's called a tease, people. That's, that's going to keep you stuck here until the end. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, but uh, before we get into all of this, we did go ahead and sell some more ad time in the show so we can make even more money off of this. So right now we're going to do a quick sponsor read for our good friends at Hungry Man. 
Are you getting together with your family for Thanksgiving? Well, why the hell are you doing that? Yeah, just go get some Hungry Man TV dinners and tell your family thanks, but no thanks. Hungry Man. Because you can't stomach your family, but you can stomach a Hungry Man. Yeah. All right, uh, now that that's out of the way, all right, let's get into the show here. Yeah. Uh, first up, one of our most terrible bookings ever. Probably the worst, Tony. This was before the Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl a couple of years oh, back. Which, you horrible know, game. Yeah, we don't want to remember. Nobody wants to remember. Terrible game. Exactly. Anyway, there are thousands of guests you can book every year for the Super Bowl and Super Bowl week leading up to it, you know? But our booker went ahead and booked the absolutely wrong one. Hall of Fame running back Eric Dickerson. Oh, don't yeah. remind me. Anyway, we cut this interview down so you don't have to suffer through all of it. But uh, here's the worst parts. Go ahead and play it. Full scope satellite network. All right, here we go. Our guest is uh, Hall of Fame running back, you know, played for the Rams and the Colts. Six-time Pro Bowler, you know, still holds the NFL single-season rushing record, you know, which he set in 1984, you know, running for uh, a yeah, decent, all right, uh, 2,105 yards. But, of course, as you all know, he never appeared in the Super Bowl, so uh, it would have been better if he had come on the show, you know, some other time. But anyway, here we are. Eric Dickerson, welcome to the show. Welcome, Mr. Dickerson. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. I, yeah, I like that, that intro. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, maybe you'll like this too, because, you know, we like to give our guests professional advice as we throw our professionals in the business. How come you haven't done any ads for, you know, penis pills? Your initials are ED. Your last name has the word in it. It seems like a natural fit. <laughs> well, I guess they ain't paid me enough money to do it, I guess. I guess that would be more like it, but I'm glad you picked up on that. Yeah, you know, we just hate to see you leave uh, money on the table like that, you know. <laughs> exactly. But you know, call your agent after you hang up with us here. All right. Now, look, you know, we mentioned it in your intro. Let's just let's just get it out of the way. You never played in a Super Bowl, never even really sniffed a Super Bowl. Help us out a little here. <laughs> what can you tell us about playing in a big game when you never actually played in a big game? Well, you know, I think it's more than playing the Super Bowl when you play football. I mean, that's a team sport, and it's not just about one guy trying to play in the Super Bowl. But, okay, uh, right. now look, there are a lot of people out there who think running backs don't help teams win Super Bowls, that they actually keep teams from winning Super Bowls. <laughs> do you subscribe to that idea? And also, do you feel kind of guilty that you cost the Rams three or four Super Bowl appearances? <laughs> you sound ridiculous, man. Absolutely not. First of I all, I thought that was a great question. Uh, without the running game, they, they, you, you couldn't even make it to the Super Bowl. You have to have a running game. I could tell you guys to know it all. I mean, you the guys that on the sofa said, "Oh, I could have made that catch. Oh, I could have ran through that hole." No question. You well, yeah, ran through that hole, you couldn't have made that catch. You go read our scouting report from middle school. Wait until you'll see. You'll, you'll change your mind. Now, look, we all know you broke O.J. Simpson's rushing record. You know, were you ever afraid that O.J. might come after you for that, you know, as payback? Uh, I, I have to say, no, I was never worried about O.J. coming after me. But you know what? O.J. may have to come after you guys. I'll tell you that. How about that? Oh, would you be afraid of O.J.? No, I could outrun O.J. easy. Even in his prime. You know, don't you think that OJ, he might be angry? Because he only got 14 games and, you know, you broke the record in 15 games, you know, which might upset a madman like that. 
Well, I, I give you credit. You did do your homework on that. I give you credit on that because I always uh, say that too. So, 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 you, so, so you, 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 you sound like you're talking a little bit more sense right now. I, you're right. OJ did it in 14. I did it in 15. Had one extra game to go. So I always give him that, that homage because that was my favorite player. Oh, he was. He was your favorite player, OJ? He was my favorite player, yes. And does he still do you, does he still hold that high regard in your uh, in your estimation there? I still like OJ. I mean, I, I played golf with OJ, you know, about six months ago. I mean, I still like him. Oh, yeah, you know, hey, hey, oh, okay. Hey, 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 I, and how hey. how that you go? Know, hey. You know, do you do you come hey, on? You know, hey, we gotta look. know here. You know, when you're out there playing golf with OJ, you hey, know, I, uh, I do you ever bring it up? You know, uh, you want to win a hole, you know, uh, as he's lining up a putt there, do you say, uh, hey, OJ, uh, remember uh, what happened in you June 1994? He don't bring it up. And so, you know, we cool like that. I just don't bring that up just in case, you know, I don't want to make that uncomfortable. Well, that's why you're not in journalism like us. You know, you got to ask the hard, hey, hey, OJ, does that does that golfing glove fit OJ? And then he misses the putt. You got to get in his head. You, you, you want me to give OJ's number? You can call him and tell him that. Nah, we'll take a rain check on yeah. that. I didn't think so. That's what I said. <laughs> Who is the greatest running back of all time? Come on, it's tell me. Who? I'm t- and that's my opinion. It's the person does not exist because everyone has guys that they like. Everyone has a person they like. They like they like OJ. You like Jim Brown. You like Barry Sanders. You might like Eric Dickerson. You might like Earl Campbell. So how do you say who's the greatest? Because everyone has the guys they like. Terrible answer. Educate this man, Tony. Now we know why you had to wear goggles, because you can't see. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy is the greatest LaShawn McCoy. Two Super Bowl appearances. That's what matters. You're just jealous because you don't have the Super Bowl appearances. So 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 y'all just y'all 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 eagle booty lickers. That's what y'all are. Y'all Well you're gonna be licking the back of the show because guess what, E D? You're not getting an erection, you're getting an ejection because you're off the show. You're off Goodbye. Goodbye. Your non-Super Bowl appearance. You, including on this show, Satellite Network. Why are we doing this, Tony? I don't even want to listen to I, these. I really don't know. It's horrible. Uh, unfortunately, it's about to get worse. Uh, you know, this next guy is probably the worst guest we've ever had. Uh, former Golden State Warriors center Andrew Bogut. Oh, I know the, it. The Warriors, they not only ruined basketball, but this clown tried to ruin our show. Yeah, he did. Uh, you know, he's from Australia. And I don't know if it's the accent they got down there or the Australian internet is just terrible, but I couldn't make heads or tails of anything this guy said. I still have no idea what he said to this day. Well, you know, we'll play it for you, the audience out there, and uh, hey, you'll see if you can figure it out. Uh, go ahead, play that clip. Satellite Network. All right, our guest today. You know, one of the great centers and two-point shooters the last 20 years, Naismith College Player of the Year at Utah, number one overall pick, 2005 to the Bucks, was just tremendous. Then, of course, he goes to the Warriors, and, well, you know the story takes a turn for the worse there. We'll get into that with them. But first, Andrew Bogut, welcome to the show. Ernie, Paulie, how are you going? Ah, doing well, thank you. Yeah, you know, before we get into the Warriors rigmarole there, uh, Nobody's probably ever asked you this before, but uh, how the hell does an Australian become a basketball player? When you told your parents you wanted to play basketball, weren't they like, uh, you know, what the f*** is basketball? I just got on a wrong flight one day and ended up at the University of Utah. So, just, yeah, one of those things. 
maybe it's the accent or something, but I have no idea what you just said. Something yeah. about uh, the University of Utah or something. Anyway, Tony has uh, something on that subject for yeah. you. The, the great 76er right now, he's the best player in the NBA, Ben Simmons. He grew up in Australia, but when you hear him talk, he doesn't sound anything like you. He sounds like he grew up in Ohio. Do you ever consider trying to talk like a normal NBA player, you know, so that your teammates maybe, do you wish that you would have done that so they could understand you better? Oh, you're right there. I, I definitely had some uh, issues with people understanding what the hell I was talking about, media, and but that, that's a good thing because I could sometimes get some things out, get some abuse out, and no one had any idea what the hell I was saying. Tony, are you getting a word of this? I, I can't understand a thing. Nope. Yeah, there's, there's, there's pros and cons of the old accent, kind of like you, you guys with your accent. I mean, that, that sounds like absolute rubbish. Um, Excuse oh, me? You know. What? Rubbish? What? What? Yes. Garbage. Oh. French for garbage. Oh, you want to come uh, at here us? We go. We're getting off. You know, I got to be honest. We're We've been doing off. this interview two minutes. I haven't understood a f-ing word you've said so far. There you go. Yeah. You know, I I know what's going on here. What you're doing, Bogut, is you're trying to s- distract the conversation. Yeah, you're trying to deflect. That's that's not good. No. So let's get to the meat of why you brought why we brought you here. Look. We're going to be a little sensitive toward you because I'm sure it was a tough break for you. You were a number one big man in Milwaukee, right? Yep. Averaging 16 a game. Then you go to Golden State and they cut your points in half, even a third. Didn't you look around and think, hey, I'm seven feet tall. What the f is going on here? They keep passing the ball to that little person in the corner. Yeah, it was a little frustrating at times. Um, but at the end of the day, I had a nice piece of jewelry sitting on my finger at the end of that journey. So it all kind of worked out. But, you know, you talk about that ring you have. Don't you think it's a little tainted? Because, yeah, you won a championship. But, you know, the Warriors and you, you ruined basketball as we know it with all this three-point shooting shit. Doesn't that kind of take it down a peg for you? A little bit. Almost ruined the big man. They ruined, ruined guys like myself. So yeah, exactly. Sweet, but, you know, sometimes you got to take the... The, the, the cons with the pros and at the end of the day I got out just in time you know the demise of the big man is there and you guys have Joel Embiid in Philly though so you never know that could work out well uh, what do you mean it is working and yeah. that's because Joel Embiid said to his teammates he said I'm seven feet tall you're gonna do what I say why don't you say that to Steph yeah, like listen you little f- give me the ball why don't you say that I said something along those lines, but um, all I got in response was, was laughs and finger points. So I kind of, I kind of figured the, the deafening silence after I mentioned that was enough for me to move on from that. Oh, so were they? Were, they, were you scared of them? What, what, what? You scared of the little people there? A little bit, you know. Those little people they can kick you in the ankles. You know, it, it hurts like hell. So you got to be careful. But yeah, I, I figured that um, the guys making the big bucks would probably put me on a plane and send me out to Oklahoma City or Detroit or something if I'm not careful. So I had to oh. kind of keep my mouth shut a little bit. Or Philly, for that matter. I mean, imagine Philly back then. It was, it was a horrible time in, uh, in sports. Remember the, the old tank that you guys rode for about five straight years? Uh, well, you know, uh, we, we trust the process. Gonna... That's what we did. Yeah. We trusted we would, the we process. We trusted the two. It was called shooting the two. Yep. Sticking. That was what the process was, you know, yep. sticking with the fundamentals instead of ruining the game. So we're going to give you an opportunity right now. You say it right here. This will help cleanse the air for you. 
Okay, you say, repeat after me, you say, I hate Steph Curry for ruining the NBA, and I hereby do solemnly swear to renounce the championship that I helped him win. Go ahead, say it. Well, I'm not as smart as you two guys. It's a very long sentence to remember. So, how about I kind of talking your way out it. of it. You scared the yeah. short people. I'm just more shocked yeah. that you guys were able to put two sentences together. Oh! Guess what, Bogut? Yep. Tell this him. interview? Tell this interview is bogus because yeah. you're so terrible. You're we're done. kicking your ass out the show. Yes, just right. like Steph Curry you're sent you to the Mavs. We're sending you to the dial tone. Bunch of absolute idiots. Jay, get him oh! off the line. Unbelievable. Is he off the line? Again, Tony, you know, I'm questioning our decision to do this show. These interviews are so terrible, we should have just burned them all. Yeah, I'm having horrible nightmare flashbacks right now. Well, Tony, this one, you know, is a better memory for you. That's why we're going to toss it in here now. But not such a good memory for our guest. You know, you might remember the former ESPN sports trivia show, uh, Stump the Schwab, where the idea, remember the idea, you know, that contestants had to beat so-called sports trivia guru, <laughs> in quotes, Howie Schwab, at a game of trivia. Now, what a joke. the show was canceled uh, before Tony had a chance to go on it, but uh, we all know he would have absolutely crushed Howie Schwab. Yeah, it wouldn't have been close. Yeah, well, we didn't let that minor fact that the show got canceled get in the way of that plan. So we invited Howie to come on the show and face Tony in a trivia showdown. And, uh, well, uh, we don't want to give too much away here, Tony, do we? No. No, we but, don't. Uh, just let the yeah. people listen. Yeah, but, yeah, let's just say uh, Howie did not come off so well. Satellite Network. All right. Our guest is known, you know, for some reason as the Sultan of Sports Trivia, Former ESPN personality, started out there as a researcher, producer. Then he became the star of the sports trivia game show there called Stump the Schwab. Anyway, let's get him on here. Howie Schwab, welcome to the show. Yeah, for some reason they called me that. You're right. I agree. Salt yeah, up whatever. That's what, that's what, that's what we want to know. Who, who, who came up with that? You give that nickname to yourself? Where'd that come from? Oh, hell no. No. Oh, all right. All right. I, uh. No, uh, someone at ESPN came up with that, I guess. Uh, that's why we want to know. And, uh, you know, I ask this respectfully. How the hell did they give you a show? Uh, they gave me a show because uh, someone was drunk. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, well, that uh, does kind of explain a lot of decisions at that network. Let's get to the real reason we brought you here. Yeah. You know, we have that nickname, the Sultan of Sports Trivia, but we want Tony here to challenge you for the title, yeah. you know, WWE yeah. style. Uh -oh. So we're going to play a game. We're going to pit you against Tony, all right? And I'm going to ask each of you some randomly selected questions. Well, well, well wait, wait, wait a second here. If we're doing this, uh, I think Tony is more like Baron Mikel Cicluna. Who? Or maybe, or maybe Renee Goulet. And I'll be San Martino. That's oh, good. Okay, you're going with go. the classic wrestlers that's, there. All that's right. right. Exactly. I was going to go with Ivan Putski. Or we could go back go. to Randy Savage or we can go back to Ultimate oh, Warrior. This is a showdown. I'll here. be Hulk Hogan. Right. You'll be Andre. Let's go. All right. Well, here you go. Here's how it's going to uh, work. Are you telling me I'm that heavy? Come on. No, I've big guy. Big personality. Oh. Yeah, he meant oh, big okay, and legend. Like legend. Sure. Princess Bride. All right. 
Maybe both. Who knows? Here's how it's going to work. The first to get three correct answers wins the title. You got yeah. that? Both of you there? Uh-oh. Yeah. All right. Tony, we're going to so start. This is really like a steel cage. Okay. Let's All right, go. Howie. Enough talking. You're delaying here because I know you're nervous. All right. Here, look. You both know the rules, so it's time for the Sultan of Sports Trivia Showdown. Yeah. That's what we call in the business sound effects. Welcome to the Thunderdome. First question to Tony. Ready, Tony? This one's for you. Let's go. Before Nick Foles led the Eagles to a triumphant victory in the Super Bowl, who was the last Eagles quarterback to lead his team to an appearance in the Super Bowl? You know, that question is easy for me. The answer is number five, Donovan McNabb. That's a lame. What are you doing there, Uh, uh, Howie? That question's not for you. Stop trying to show off. Correct. Donovan McNabb. All right, Howie. One point for me. uh, Yeah, one point for Tony. All right, Howie, this one's for you. In the same ballpark, we all know Donovan McNabb was the second overall pick in the 1999 NFL draft. But which player was drafted by the Eagles in the seventh round of the same draft with the 208th overall pick? (laughs) Oh, my God. Again, I'll Uh, remind you, these are randomly selected questions. Wow. You know, I... Uh, it's funny because I knew the one in the sixth round, but uh, <sighs> listen to him to a try and qualify it. Come on, we asked you no, the question. No, 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 that's a good one. Uh, seventh round, let's see. We're gonna need to set a timer here, you know. Uh, yeah, the show's you, only you, 20 you, minutes here. Ring the bell, you sure are. Doot, doot, doot. Five seconds, how we 20 minute time limit match. I, I get it. Uh, Three, oh, two, one, and... I was going to try to throw out a great guest, but I, I can't even do that. Well, you can stop with the excuses because your time's up. Uh, Tony, you know, this won't count toward your point total, but uh, just out of curiosity, can you answer this one? You know, I think I can. Jed Weaver, tight end out of Oregon, good practice squad there player. You go. All right, all right. Well, that so so at the end of round one, it's Tony one, Howie zero. All right, Tony, this one's for you. When the Eagles made their first appearance in the Super Bowl back in 1981, which player who became an ESPN personality too was the quarterback? You know, once oh, again, Howie, please. This one is he needs easy. To think. This one's easy for me. Maybe not a lot of you out there don't know it, like Howie, but it's Ron Jaworski. You are correct. Very good, Tony. That's two points for you. All right, Howie, now to you. Now to you. Same ballpark. Uh, When Ron Jaworski made his first start for the Eagles back in week one of the 1977 season against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who caught his very first touchdown pass? I'm going to guess Vince Papali, but I'll be wrong. Well, then you're right about being wrong because you're wrong. Tony, you know, this won't count toward your point total, but uh, just out of curiosity, do you know the answer to this one? Of course. Who can forget? Touchdown, Tommy Sullivan. There you go. It was Tommy Sullivan, the running back. <laughs> and how we kind of disappointed he didn't get that one. You're down the zero to two. Uh, so I'm going to throw it to you. Howie, this one's for you. All right. Last chance okay. here to stay alive. Here we go. <laughs> 
Focus in. Staying, staying alive. Staying alive. Uh, 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 okay. All right. You're not yep. going to win any recording contracts either. But all right, here we go. Uh, before Nick Foles won Super Bowl MVP, he led his team to victory against the Vikings in the NFC Championship. Please tell us his yards per attempt in that game and make sure to be accurate to the second decimal point or unfortunately, we will have to count it as wrong. 13.1. Say that number again. 13.1. Oh, well, unfortunately, like all your other answers, that is incorrect. So bad. You know, we do appreciate you being so bullish on Nick Foles, but uh, hey, Tony, just out of curiosity again, do you know this one? Uh, you know, if memory serves me correctly, uh, I believe he averaged somewhere about uh, 10.67 yards per attempt in that game. Wow, that is correct on the nose, Tony. Well done. You have three points, and that means you are the winner. So, Howie, this must mean we need you right now to tell Tony, please tell Tony, and crown him as the Sultan of Sports Trivia. Please go ahead. Come on. Well, Tony, you're... You're clearly the Sultan of Eagle Sports Trivia. Oh, and, uh, oh congrats. So oh, let me be honest. You can't even lose yeah. with class. Okay, no, let, let oh. me be honest. Let me be honest. I'm more like Steve Lombardi in wrestling. Maybe quick to Rick McGraw uh, tonight. Against Andre the Giant and Hulk. And oh, you. Now you're making, oh, you're making all these excuses all these for yourself. Excuses. Oh, no, I'm making an excuse for, for you. And I'll show you the door. Yeah. Because guess what, Schwab? Guess what? You're, you're off, off the show. Oh. How are you doing? You're doing terrible. Yeah. Get out of here. Hang up the phone. Postscope Satellite Network. You know, Tony, that was actually a pretty decent clip there. You know, unlike the first, though. Yeah, exactly. And now we know why his trivia show got canceled. Yeah, exactly. Because he just, you know, if you were the star of the show, Tony, that would still be on for 30 years, right? Yeah, exactly. Still going today. Just another terrible programming decision by ESPN. And uh, on the subject of terrible programming decisions, uh, that comes to the end of this show. Uh, then we're going to wrap the worst of the Polly and Tony Fusco show here. But uh, make sure to join us next week for a regularly scheduled terrific episode. And uh, hey, Tony, we didn't yeah. put in much work this week uh, because, you know, we didn't need to. But we still did it great, didn't we? We sure did. Another flawless show. All right. We'll see you people next week. See ya.